Oh, oh, I see video. There we yes. go. Yes. Oh, and a hey. keyboard in the background. And of course, you have. Did you expect anything less? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. No, uh, Jordan has been singing to me and and playing music for me, unbeknownst to her, all week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. no, when you said so, what like while we were sitting here, and s something I do when we do um, like album retrospectives, I will, I have my Spotify on um, like real low, so I can hear the song as we're talking about it, but low enough that it doesn't like distract yeah. me. And so when you got, I was playing your EP in my ears and when you got on and said can you hear me i thought well yeah i mean technically yes i <laughs> in more ways than one so but that's so sweet i appreciate that you're, you're it's it's so good yeah. i'm just i'm just gonna spoiler alert we love it and we're very excited <laughs> that you're here that would really really suck if i came here to hear about <laughs> how much you guys hate it so i'm happy to hear that well uh, well you know and we I don't know that we would tell you if we hated it, but I can I can tell you that we we love it. Like, because that's well, I'm just not a rude person. I'm not gonna, you know. Well, I really think your keyboard playing could be better on this track, or no, that's. Not I'm gonna be upfront and tell you right now that we're gonna try. We're gonna ask you a lot of questions about your musical history, but we're gonna steer a lot of it towards this EP because me and Josh know nothing about jazz, and you're like a scholar okay. on jazz. So, sure. Well, well and okay, cool. <laughs> and the other th the, the other thing is that like Danny's like, oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have this person on and here's here's their stuff on here's their Spotify link and I was like listening to it. And then I like only like three quarters into my like research did I realize that you like do all of these other like super awesome <laughs> and impressive things. And I was like, oh no, I don't know if I have enough time to like wrap my head around all that <laughs> to like ask her the appropriate questions and so um hey, you and me both brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't um i know you're like right in the middle you just had your recital right so you're like yes. uh i okay so here's here's where i'm at today sunday april 18th 2021 i'm working on my last fucking paper for my master's degree and just that's being, awesome being such an asshole about it because grad school is like so meta like i'm literally like writing this paper for this class that i hate about how much i hate academia because it doesn't support your well-being while i'm sacrificing my well-being like i could be outside having a good day like i could be asleep i could be doing all these <laughs> other things you know while i'm writing this fucking paper you know it's just like i'm so ready to be done so i'm i'm like i have two pages left to write so I'm gonna I'm just gonna knock it out tonight and I'm gonna send it off and I'm gonna say fuck you, professor, pass me so I can graduate and then I'm a free woman. <laughs> so. Oh, and you're so but you're so close. That's awesome. Yes. We're gonna keep all that in. We should just do the intro right now because that was perfect. <laughs> do you, wait, yeah. do you wanna keep that in? Because I would love to keep that in, but if you don't, I <laughs> I don't want to keep I, that in. I said what I said. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. Well, hey, that's quite the cold open. Uh, this is episode <laughs> 21 of Beside Ourselves. Uh, and we are here with uh, you just coughing no, right in the really middle right. of it. <laughs> uh, we are here with uh, Jordan Davis, um, musician, composer, grad student, extraordinaire, a million other things. Um, I'm going to try Josh? to not be oh. nervous and just ask questions and not Chris Far do the Chris Farley thing where I, you know, say, oh, you do jazz. That's cool. Uh, next question. <laughs> you know, um, 
so yeah we're very excited to have you and um danny you want to get us started because now i know don't know where to go after all that uh, <laughs> stuff i just said so, yeah uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you care i mean we could cut this part out do you care if we play clips of your songs oh please or- do you okay. know give give pe- people some context you know sweet yeah very cool. jordan hi hey. man i'm excited to finally have you on compose the way so we've been talking so, about this for a while so i know so it's you wrote neo soul project like yeah, co- how would you describe it <laughs> that's what i wrote that's that's what i wrote he's saying <laughs> it's yeah. it's all good you know like it's it's like the classic artist dilemma it's like you make art and what do we call it so we can monetize it you know yeah um so my i don't know like i i think it's it's easy to to just call it a neo soul project just because neo just means new and and soul is is a lot of different things and you know i i view compose the way it's music like and here's my like super artsy fartsy answer for you but like you know the the music that i'm making is compose the way is like ever evolving and ever changing and i'm constantly listening to new things and constantly you know trying to embody new parts of of what i'm hearing so like the music that i wrote for this very first ep you know in, in 2017 was inspired by a whole different assortment of music that i was intimate with around that time than now whereas like i'm working on a full length album for compose away and it's going to be so many different things like at this point like um you know i'm i'm in a position where i'm i'm getting a master's degree in jazz and i and i'm a, a, you know a formal jazz scholar in a lot of ways but also you know, a professional jazz musician and, and a composer um, and uh, a bass player, most importantly. And a lot of different things about my process have changed and a lot of different things about the ways I like to express music and make music now have changed. And I'm just trying to acknowledge that um, in the music that I create for Compose the Way. So like, yeah, like the the first EP is like alternative folk, neo-soul vibes. Like, oh, hold on. yeah so like you know the vibes were there for the first ep and not to say that they're not going to be there for the for the for the continuation of of compose the way but i just don't want like this is not really helpful for me like in trying to get more people to listen to me and to to find (laughs) me because like it's like so yeah like you're trying to ask me like what is this music i mean the answer is it's it is it's music (laughs) (laughs) you know like and and basically all i'm trying to say is that the music that i make is not just for one type of listener and for not not for one type of 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 musician or 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 composer or artist like i everything that i'm making is is influenced by everything that i'm listening to and and studying and and also just the music that i love and that i make that makes me feel good um so (laughs) <laughs> so you're working on it currently now like the new full length yeah i i mean i i have yeah i've started to conceptualize what the full length album is gonna is gonna look like because you know now is like the opportunity to get a lot of like grant funding and that sort of thing and you know considering what touring is gonna look like you know two three five ten years down the line um like i'm a person that really likes to stay at home uh so <laughs> covid has been hilarious and and a dream for me in a lot of ways um 
And like, you know, like everybody thinks that like the musician's dream is to like be on the road and tour the world. Da, 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 da. Like I'm super here for that, but not all the goddamn time. Like I like to be at home. My cat needs me. You know, I like my own bed. You know, I'm, I'm cool to do. I'm cool to do the tour thing a little bit. But um, and also if I'm going to do the tour thing, like I want to do it at like the highest level of expression for me. So I'm not just going to do it with a four piece band like I'm going to do it with a chamber orchestra, I'm gonna do it with a big band, I'm gonna do it with all of these different instrumentalists and all of these different musicians because I'm not just gonna be playing and singing my my singer-songwriter stuff. It's gonna be a really musical, immersive experience. And it's not just like one thing. So I don't know. You this is this is really good that you're asking though, because I'm gonna have to figure out a way to to explain it to people in one way. Well, to um, play on that in your graduation recital lecture thing lecture recital not thing sorry <laughs> you did uh at the end of it you did something called hearts and dreams yeah and it's, is the lyrics by you yeah so uh the song hearts and dreams i just decided to also change the title of it when i rewrote the lyrics because the original tune was called wives and lovers and yeah. that's all the lyrics were about it's like you better be at home you better be looking good you better be ready to you know what and that's so inappropriate and that's so like outdated and we don't need that and we definitely don't need it in such a beautiful beautiful piece of music like that so when i decided to rewrite the lyrics i was like well we're not going to call this fucking wives and lovers cuz we're so much <laughs> we're so much more than that and like what people need to to understand is that women also have hearts and and dreams and they have ideas of what they want to do on their own so um that's that's really all that compelled me to 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 rewrite the lyrics for that and um it was it was just something that i i felt really passionate about because i loved listening to the tune like so much and i was just like my my heart is breaking with listening to these lyrics <laughs> of this white man telling me that i better be looking good for my husband when he gets home or he's going to leave me you know so, so you said when you wrote the last one it was like the feelings you were having do you have like a feeling and vibe going on now that you could see maybe a direction going in the new album yeah, I I'm very much so in a space uh, where, you know, I've been doing all of this research um, and my scholarly work around women and the representation of black women in music and the representation of women specifically in the context of jazz. Um, and there are a lot of women who I have learned about and researched um, who musically, you know, I have gained some inspiration from and I really am in a part of my life and in my artistry where I'm like trying to embrace um, my femininity and encourage other women and, and other people, you know, to embrace their femininity and like very, not, I don't want to say like direct comparison to like, you know, the whole Janelle Monae uh, pink vibe, like not as explicit as that, but just like really channeling into like the natural like humanity, like that exists because like that, that, that femininity is, and it's like, it's not a weakness. It's not, you know, a perfect thing. It, it doesn't look like one way or shouldn't be expressed in one way or perceived in a specific way, you know? So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to like putting out a, a full length album of, of music that is supposed to acknowledge, you know, women in music, but also to, I, I mean, just like, help normalize feminine energy in music. Like there's so many, there's so many musical spaces and musical uh, standards that are like of the masculine 
perspective. And so much of music is is not uh, executed or consumed from the feminine perspective. So that's kind of the the wave we're on right now. It's going to be a wild way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's, I I definitely like, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily having, I don't wow, words are so hard. I don't have any concerns about it being like gimmicky because like everybody's like, we need to pay attention to women right now. And it's like, well, what I'm saying is that women have been here all along and you should have been paying attention because we've been here and this is what we're doing now. So it's not about you just deciding to acknowledge us right now in this moment we've been here all along and it's it's about celebrating that as well so we'll see <laughs> you know it should be amazing <laughs> i was getting ll cool j vibes right there like don't call it a comeback we've been here for years yeah <laughs> literally learn your history that's like that's like the other thing you know i'm like in my master's degree have been such a bookworm especially because of covid like i finally had time to sit down and like you see this enormous stack of books yeah. here you know um this is this is a light stack right now <laughs> <laughs> so i i have been doing so much reading and it's given me so much power but let's yeah, get into the history of jordan oh yeah the history of me oh lord yeah um, so oh go ahead no you... i i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> oh, okay um so just you know we like hearing about anybody's like musical journey like what inspired them uh like how how did you like how did you come into music as like as you were growing up um and like how did your music taste and your involvement in making music and just i guess just everything in that bubble like how did that evolve as you were like what's your music origin story (laughs) um yeah it's a long story um and i i will I will spare you the length and still give you all the great bits of it though. Um, So I started playing uh, double bass at age 11 um, in my middle school orchestra program. Um, And I started, I picked the bass because like everybody in the class was like, I want to play the violin. And then all the kids who couldn't get a violin because there were, they like ran out, you know, they play the viola. And then they're like, okay, like, well, what does everybody else want to do? Here's some cellos, you know, like, how do you feel about the cello? And everybody's like, yeah, I want to play the cello. And nobody wanted to play the bass, not a single soul. And I was like, that's mine. (laughs) (laughs) The rhythm section is important. Yeah. I was like, that's mine. So, um, it was the biggest thing that no one wanted. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got that. No problem. Um, and from there, like I was like probably the only bass player in my high school orchestra as well for like all four years. So like, I didn't really get like a true orchestral experience, like playing in a section and like learning about all those things because I was the only one. And I also wasn't taking private lessons in high school because I didn't know that was a thing. Um, just like those resources weren't like available to me in my community. Um, and from there, uh, I actually joined like my high school's like marching band, that sort of vibe. Uh, I was in the choir, you know, I was just like constantly like trying to be making music, um, while I was in school. Um, because like as a kid, I mean, even just to like step back for a second, like as a kid, like I always had like a CD player in my hand and like headphones on, like always just listening to music. Like my first favorite, my first favorite band 
um, when I was in like elementary school was like Coldplay, like Coldplay X and Y. That was like my shit. Like grandma, shut up. I'm listening to Coldplay. Like, please be quiet. <laughs> so, I constantly told um, people to shut up because I was listening to Coldplay. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> you know, and like, I also like remember my brother like introducing me to like Incubus when I was in like the first grade. Like, like the the music video for for Warning for Incubus was like a very impactful thing in my in my early childhood. Um, oh, you just so, reminded me how old I am. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, I was a lot older than her when these things came out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's okay too. Like all good. Um, and then also like, you know, when it comes to like knowing music from the black community, you know, my mom and my dad, like my, actually my, my name was almost Sade because my dad is such a huge Sade fan. Um, and he has always really loved um, like R&B and that sort of thing. So I, I always grew up like hearing those things. But like I was really super into like the alternative stuff, rock and like trying to just like explore things that weren't like wasn't what everybody else was listening to. Um, so, yeah, back to high school, you know, I joined the marching band. I met some cool cats. They're like, do you want to learn how to play electric bass and be in our Kings of Leon cover band? I was like, who the fuck is Kings of Leon? Oh, no. Uh, uh. And they were like the best band ever. <laughs> and I was like, OK, so I I learned some Kings of Leon covers and we wrote some songs together. Like, I mean, these people also like eventually became like my best friends and like the reason why, you know, I decided to to pursue music making like in the future. Uh, cause like, uh, we are, we familiar with the band Michigander. Yeah. No. Isn't that new? Yeah. 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 I, I just, they just dropped something and I really yeah. like, like an EP. Yeah. Jason Singer, AKA Michigander. Um, my, one of my really good friends, Jacob Lamond is in his band. Oh um, yeah. And so like Jake was the first person to ever help me write a song. So, um, we were in a band together with our with our good friend Todd Watts, who plays drums and composed the way, um, and also Brandon Coulter, who's still a good friend of ours now. But like, we were all just like nerding out in in Todd's room, like in high school, like trying to to write songs and and do the thing. Um, and like, I I was I was a bit younger than all of them, so I was like, they all graduated and, and moved on to things. And I was still in high school, like trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what I was going to do. So I actually, like when I graduated high school, I came to Michigan state on like an environmental engineering scholarship. And, uh, I was super into like trying to save the earth, which I still am in a lot of ways. I'm just going to do it a little bit differently. Um, and from a different platform, but like, I was like super into environmentalism in high school and, and, coming to college like that was something that I still wanted to pursue and like wanted to make an impact in that way and like the thing that I found out later was like I did like research like I did undergraduate research like where I'm actually like in the lab working with the head of my department you know actually doing like scientific research and like in that experience like I realized like my job will be working in a lab for the rest of my life and like you know I was just looking to get a bit more out of my studies so they helped yeah. me like find um you know, a different program. And so I switched from environmental engineering to environmental geosciences, which is just like geology um, and stuck with that probably until halfway through my, my third year at MSU um, before I started auditioning for the college of music. Um, and also during that time, like I was taking private composition lessons and at the, at the, at the university and like 
my very first year at MSU, I took this really impactful songwriting class that just kind of like, we had to write six songs in a semester and perform them in front of like a bunch of people. And it was really nerve wracking, but it, it really just helped me identify that this was something that I could do and I could do it on my own. Um, ooh, excuse me. And actually a few of the songs from the EP are from that class that I wrote. I was going to ask that. So yeah. there's B-sides out there, right? Of the ones you didn't put out? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's what's in store for the full length. <laughs> you know, there's there's so much more music that I'm just real. I, you know, because I play like before COVID was playing so many gigs and playing my music so regularly. Like I just hadn't realized that like not everybody is hearing these songs, you know, like you have the four songs and otherwise you're starved for material. But I'm just like playing like the same 12 songs like over and over again, like at my gigs. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of these songs. Like, people are like, when are you going to put out some new music? And I'm like, what do you mean? I have music. Like, what are you talking about? I know so. when you said full length, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, <laughs> I need more than these four. I mean, these yeah. four are awesome, but I want yeah. some more. Well, I'm also, I'm also, what I'm going to do, uh, what I'm going to do before I put out the full length is um, I'm going to put out four singles um, and they're going to be timed hopefully with each turn of the season. So either the solstice or the equinox. Um, and the idea is to, to also release a music video with those, um, the with the singles that come out and after all four of those are done the next thing that'll come out is the full length so that's that's the idea right now uh because the music is there it just needs to be recorded and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, believe I, had in to, you. I had to just like graduate from school you know like yeah casually. you had a couple things on your plate right <laughs> a couple things going on yeah so um yeah all of that to say that this has been a really long bumpy ride for me you know a lot of like taking moments to really like examine what kind of life I want to live um and who am I living my life for so like when I decided to switch from the science stuff to music like that was kind of the moment in which I started deciding that I was going to live for myself and like do the things that only are for me and and make me happy because I was I was so happy doing the geology stuff but I was starved like I was starved creatively and I was starved emotionally, like not being able to be expressive um, in that type of environment. Um, that just was like, that was really the kind of the the deal breaker for me. And like, I am super passionate about that stuff and am still like very much so interested at some point in the future, like finishing my geology degree, because like I literally, I was so close. Like I was just like, no, I need to go do the music thing now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then you'd be like a, a literal rock star. Yeah, in more ways than one. Wow. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> so um, she laughed at it, Danny. I don't care what you thought. <laughs> yeah, and I think like maybe a year before I graduated, I actually gave a TED talk here at MSU. That kind of oh, wow. it's called like composing your way, um, and it literally outlines this whole story in like a much better packaged way in a short like eight minute spiel of me trying not to like pass out on stage because it was also just very <laughs> nerve wracking. I can imagine, um, yeah. But yeah, all of that to say, like that's kind of like the the what am I what am I saying? Like the beginnings of Compose the Way were really motivated by me literally composing my own way for myself and like change making changes in my life. And so like all of the things that I do as Compose the Way and the music that I make as Compose the Way and the mission behind the the the, the vision of Compose the Way is like 
it's never too it's never too late to decide that you want to do something or that you want to take control and that you want to make a change and that you want to do something better it's never too late for that because i i mean i'm living proof of that like i was i mean like i you know granted like and i outlined this in the in the ted talk like i had to make a lot a lot of sacrifices for my physical well-being my mental health fiscally you know like i have, have had to make a lot of sacrifices to be where i am and 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 that's its own thing but also like everyone has their own journey and everyone's going to have to make sacrifices to get to where they need to go based on the things that they want to do and it's okay to do those things and that's all composed the way it is really about it's just like being yourself doing the things that you want to do for yourself and doing them unapologetically because it doesn't concern anyone else but you you know besides giving up everything <laughs> um <laughs> What other like skills or advice could you give to other musicians that want to get into the music industry? Because the things you have done are amazing. Like with your career and your your music path, it's astounding. So, like, what advice could you give to like someone listening right now that's like, I want to do music? <laughs> well, thank you. That's I mean, that's so sweet of you to say. Um, you know, my biggest piece of advice is to look at the people around you and say. Do these people support me and, and what I'm doing right now? And if the answer is no, then you got to find some new people to be around because <laughs> no, I mean, like it's, yeah, it's I mean, funny, yeah. but it's, but that's, that's the first thing that you need to do is look at who you're around and look at who you're listening to because the people around, like the people around me, the people that I keep around me are like my biggest supporters and my biggest fans. And without them, like I, I would not, I would be nothing there. The music would be nowhere. The energy would be nowhere. Like, you know, I mean, obviously I have to do the things, but what you really need is people who support you and who love you unconditionally around you and who only want the best for you. And that is a given organically. That's not something that you have to pay for. That's not something that you owe to someone that it's not something that, you know, you deserve. It's just because people love you and they want to be around you. That's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is to get a mentor. Find the, the person that you look up to the most or aspire to be. You know, if they're at an institution, reach out to them. See if you can study with them. If they're not at an institution, find a way to make yourself available to them. You know, assist them, ask them questions, go to their gigs. You know, just really make yourself available to them and, and show them that you want to learn. Um, and my third piece of advice is don't let anybody tell you that something can't be done or that it's too out or that it's not good enough or that it's that it's whatever box that they want to put your art into or, or however they want to criticize your art. It doesn't matter. Just just do the thing. Trust your gut. Be yourself. And everything else will fall into place. So... This is the most inspirational guest we've ever had. Right. We're gonna end it right. We're gonna end I it right mean, there. We're not I gonna did. peek off of that. And uh, no. I did. Oh shit! This is so annoying. Sorry, you guys. I'm having some like, I don't know what's some some like Mike Lucy Lucy Goosey issues. Um, but I did say I gave a TED talk, so I I warned you. <laughs> it's like a mini TED talk. We, you yeah, did really no, we, good at it. We, we we are learning really quickly, and I have to say, it's kind of funny. Like Danny and I have our like little notes thing open, and like you are just going through our questions without us asking <laughs> you. And I and I love it. It's like, oh, she she just already knows what what we're gonna <laughs> do. She she you are composing the way that this podcast is running. Is really what's <laughs> happening. 
um, and it's really cool. So, um, I think right now I don't want to go through track by track. We should pick one song, kind of have her describe her writing creative process around that song. We'll, we'll input the song then, and okay. then after we'll go into guest mix because I don't want to go through each song. I want people to go listen to this EP. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> we need to get her the listens, you know, on the on Spotify and such. Do, do you have a um? Do you have a a track you'd rather talk about? Like, uh, if you could choose, whichever one you want to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I really favorite. like. We'll be floating soon, but Hell yeah, I mean, they're all good. Let's talk huh? about it. All right. So, what was the writing creative process behind "We'll Be Floating Soon," and what does it mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> So We'll Be Floating Soon is probably the second or third song that I ever wrote. Um, And if I had a guitar on me right now, I would show you how I physically on the guitar wrote it. Um, And it's something that I don't perform anymore unless it's in the full band setting because the guitar arrangement is trash because I didn't know what I was. I'm like not a guitarist by any means, but somehow like I wrote all of my songs, by the way, like for this EP on guitar. So um, this this song uh, really came out of me ex- trying to learn how to play the guitar and really learning how to experiment with the capo and like those kind of vibes. And you can't really hear that in this full band version. And that's so intentional because what I was actually hearing harmonically before I knew how to get it to come out on the guitar is what I was able to embellish with the full band arrangement. So like the, the acoustic version that I wrote is like so bare bones and it's so gross and it's so like nothing. Like you would be like, this is not the same song. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I bet it's still awesome. But- <laughs> Thank you. You know, but it's just like not at all the same song. Um, and so I definitely, um, you know, I'm going to find some ways to recreate it on the guitar because I need to mend that relationship with that song that I wrote. Um, (laughs) Fix that broken relationship. Yeah. And also like um, in addition to the full, like I'm just giving you guys all the good tea. Like I'm giving you all like the the good insight stuff (laughs) that I like have just been like thinking about and planning over here in this room for a year and a half. And like things are starting to like, like finally starting to like move um, because you know, time is moving and, and, I'm about to graduate. Um, so <laughs> so um, something else that I'm going to be doing is uh, probably just putting out an acoustics EP at some point. Very cool. Um, because I realize, like, for me, like, when I sit down and write a song on guitar, like, I, when I, whenever I decide to, like, finish it, that's, like, the version. Like, that's, that is how I want the song to be heard, actually. And then it's like, well, you have a full band. Like, you're putting on a show. You know, you want to interact with other musicians. Da-da-da-da-da. You can't just play solo guitar all the time. You play the bass. Like, da-da-da-da-da. So, you know, the vibe is just, like, so different between the two acoustic and electric versions that I often am, like, getting that request from people. Can you put out just, like, acoustic versions? So I feel like... Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I haven't, I haven't decided actually content wise, like what four singles are going to come out. So it'll be like a surprise, actually, <laughs> like some of them might be acoustic, some of them might be full band. Um, but eventually, like, I want to, I want to put out a whole kind of like me and the guitar thing by myself. Um, cause it's just, it's just very different. And, um, for this song in particular, 
I actually wrote this song outside of my freshman dorm um, in like 2013. I was super sad because like, I, you know, it's like, I was like, it was like maybe like month one towards the end of month one of my freshman year of college. And so like, you're learning a lot of things about like friendship and like people hanging out, all those different vibes. And like, I'm such like an introvert. And like at that point in time, like I was so shy and like so apologetic about my existence in a lot of ways that like I wasn't able to, to make friends with people that I really wanted to be friends with. And they weren't able to like really connect with me. And it was something that uh, like, in a lot of ways I took personal um, and, you know, I ended up writing this song as like a way of kind of acknowledging that like, you know, friendship is, is a very complicated thing and making connections with people is, is really complicated. Um, but, you know, even though it's hard and it's complicated, eventually like it'll all be fine and, you know, we'll be floating, quote unquote, we'll be <laughs> floating soon, you know, like we'll be floating soon just literally means like, you know, we'll be free and we'll be fine. So, um, yeah, that's so interesting that you wanted to hear about that. I never, it's like, I never really talk about that song and I never really have told anybody about that now that I think about it. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like all four songs, but I mean, I really like sad music and for some reason that song makes me feel sad. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, good because everybody else is like, yeah, party, woo! And I'm like, no, no, this is actually like a really sad song that I wrote about like having no friends, <laughs> you know? So when you make a music video, you should do it to this and even though it has nothing to do with your style, like do the Pennywise thing and just you softly singing, you know, uh -huh. to <laughs> Absolutely terrible not. advice. I will <laughs> not be endorsing Pennywise in any composed the way production, <laughs> even though even though I thought those movies were really well done. Yeah. Um, but that's you have another podcast about horror movies that I can come on and talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So this I want this is the time I want to segue into. I want you to listen to the song. So here's "We'll Be Floating Soon" by Compose the Way.
right. Well, so Jordan, now we're going to do the guest mix. We have a, a gauntlet of questions. Um, are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. First, first question. What's your favorite love song? My, okay. So my favorite love song, I actually, this is okay. So like before I, before we go into this guest mix thing, because this is going to happen a lot. Um, I am proud to say that I am a Pisces and it is very <laughs> challenging for me to make a decision. Um, so for the sake of uh, me acknowledging my Piscesness and that there are two fish swimming in opposite directions at all times in my brain, um, I'm going to give you two answers. Uh, my first answer is, uh, and maybe this is not typically considered a love song, it's actually really, really sad and devastating and, and a really horrific song, but I love it. And I, it's kind of a love song to me. Uh, and it's a jazz standard um, called For All We Know. And if if you just like want to like cry and, and experience heartbreak on a casual Tuesday, I'd suggest you check out Nat King Cole's recording of that tune um, and pull up the lyrics. Um, it just speaks a lot about time and relationships and and really cherishing people and, and being in the present. And so like to me, that's a love song. You know, it's it maybe not typically a love song for other people. Um, but my other, my other favorite love song is, um, it's by Patrick Watson actually. And I think it's called love song for robots. And I just think it's a really beautiful song. And I know that <laughs> it's a, it's a quote unquote love song for robots, but it always just like puts me in my feels and <laughs> I really like that song. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of any of this. Yeah, no, these are <laughs> own these, and 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 I'm I'm I am giving you official uh, B side ourselves permission to give multiple answers for each question. You wouldn't be the first person to do that, and I'm probably you probably won't be the last because <laughs> everyone, no one wants to leave anything out that you know that they, <laughs> that they love. So good, um, very well, cool. I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is not strict. I promise. Uh, okay, so on the opposite side of the coin now, uh, the fish swimming the other way. Um, what what's your go to angry song? <laughs> I really love this question um, because uh, this is something that I've been talking a, a lot about with my roommates um, as of recent. Like in my experience as a black woman, like to be angry is like such a negative like stereotype that's put against us. And it's like, oh, you're not allowed to be angry because if you're angry, you're da 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 and all these different things. But I was like, no, I fucking deserve to be angry and I'm so angry. And they're like, yeah, like you get to be fucking angry. And um, it just had me thinking about when I was in middle school and I used to like fall asleep listening to um, Alexis on Fire. Ooh. Um, and now like reclaiming that music i mean like i used to fall asleep to it just because i mean i really like resonated with the the energy and the anger at it at the time and it was like a counter soothing thing i don't know but now it's like i i hear that stuff and i just like when i'm angry i'm like hell yeah like okay i'm cool <laughs> so pretty much i think i think that one but the the specific song to answer your question uh that comes to mind is like uh i think it's called we are the sound by alexis on fire i'm gonna say that one Okay, um, next one. What is a song that has influenced you the most? I feel like this might be hard for you, but I don't know. <laughs> a song that has influenced me the most. And that can just be like generally in your life. That can be specifically in your music career. 
that I mean, you can literally take that however you want to. Okay. I'm going to give you two answers. Ready? So um, I'll give you, <laughs> I'll, give you <laughs> I'll give you an answer for a song that influenced me um, when I was really young and then a song that influences me right now. Um, so when I was really young, like, okay, so age 11 for me was like a huge year because I started playing bass, you know, I was in middle school, I was listening to music, like iTunes was a thing, you know, like I got an iPod, um, and like, I was just constantly listening to music. And I remember being like at my 11th birthday party, like seeing this music video for this band called Mute Math. And just being like enamored, like what is going on? What is this guitar? Why is he flipping around? Why is he sweating so much? And like immediately, like went to my computer, bought their first album, and the song "Chaos" by Mute Math um, was a super influential song to me. Uh, up until probably I started like studying jazz. Um, I mean, the music of Mute Math is like uh, pretty much a part of my musical DNA. Like they have just musically influenced me a lot. Um, over the years but the the song that has really influenced me as of recently um, is a composition entitled uh, St. Martin de Porres and it's by um, a jazz pianist and composer uh, by the name of Mary Lou Williams and um, the reason why it has really influenced me is because Mary Lou Williams has learning about Mary Lou Williams in like my master's degree has like really given me a lot of empowerment and as my identity is like a black woman musician and like a black woman composer and a black a woman that plays an instrument um and also a black woman that's a mentor and a leader and a and like a community member um and that's like that was the type of i guess role model that i've kind of always been looking for and i was so thankful to find that in mary lou in my master's degree um and that song in particular um is is very emotional and really harmonically complex and in my in my experience like playing the bass like harmony is like my weakest area as like a musician and so i transcribed this composition of hers um to honor her but also to like challenge myself and to challenge my my own understanding of music um to better uh you know inform my works in the future so yeah <laughs> very cool i love how uh, the, the, your your uh like your guest mix playlist is already going to be like so varied already just on like th the first three questions and that <laughs> that is so cool so yeah this I've, this is exactly why i couldn't answer your first question <laughs> <laughs> no no this is good i like that's as someone who loves music it's always been something that like i've prided myself on that you could like turn on my ipod and there could be like a metal band or like Frank Sinatra or like boys to men. And you, you never know. Like, so I like, I like being well-rounded musically is like a, a cool thing, I think. So very cool. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what is your current favorite song? Okay. Um, my favorite current song is called, um, I'm trying to pull up the official title. Official title. Official title. It's called Lockdown, um, and it's actually uh, by Anderson Pack, but it also features um, a couple of different rappers. And it's like on this EP single bundle Lockdown remix type thing that came out um, 
towards the middle end of 2020. Um, and it's a really powerful song. It, you know, like hearing it in the pandemic and, and hearing a lot of really like true powerful statements being made in this like super sick song was really something that uh, I, I love listening to it. I probably listen to it every day at this point. Like every time I get in my car, I definitely listen to it. Cause it's also just like a very cool song. Um, it's very LA and uh, it's also just like incredibly powerful message, like lyrically. So that's my favorite song right now. Ever since Silk Sonic came out, I wrote down, I need to listen to Anderson Pack, like his previous work. And I still have not, but you just gave me more of a reason to <laughs> today, sir. Today. All right. I'm on it. Yeah. No, we already talked about, we talked about this on a previous episode when I think it was the Grammy episode. I was like, I keep hearing that he's great. And I, I heard him on like, he was on uh, the first time I heard him was on Dr. Dre's uh, like the his newest album from like 10 years ago. Now um, he was on one of those songs and I was like, oh, I like this. But then I filed it away and never like re. Yeah, we're yeah. so, you know, there's just so much music that I, you know, but anyway, yeah, I everything that we've heard recently is like, yeah. We're, why have we been sleeping all this time on Anderson Park? Yeah. So. <laughs> parking lot parking lot by anderson pa anderson pack is is a really great song it's like a really great introduction to his music so it's i think it's on his maybe his first or second album i can't remember off the top of my head but it's the first thing i'm doing when i get off this is just listening listen to that to song it. get ready to dance you know? all right i love dancing it's a banger so all right what's your this one might be hard i feel like it's hard for me it's I not do it. what's it's your all-time favorite song my all-time favorite song? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? See, told you. That? Uh, what's... <laughs> this is this is usually the hardest one for anyone. <laughs> for anyone, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Um... I mean, it changes so often, you know. <laughs> there's no, there's no wrong answer though. Um. Okay. I don't know the answer to that question, but <laughs> I, I, what I can do is tell you what the most listened to song on my current iTunes library Okay, is. we'll take it. Uh, which is kind of biased because I've only been checking out this one record right now so I know exactly what song it's going to say. <laughs> uh, but let's see if I'm right. Is it? Is it this song? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, here I am thinking I'm doing something and my computer's like, no. I'm not going to give you this information now. <laughs> um... All-time favorite song. Oh, according. <laughs> oh, this should be according, good. According to my iTunes library, it's Cello Drone C, which is not anything. It's just, it's like a, I have a, I have an album of Cello Drone, like open pitches that I tune to wow. when I warm up on the bass. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's listened to a lot. The next most listened to song is. Uh, Deep Sea Dancers by Linda Mahan O. All right. Um, and so we're going to go with that for right now because that's a really great piece of music. I feel like this next one's important because Trevor always wants karaoke, but what's your go-to karaoke song? You know, it's so funny because Trevor loves karaoke. Yep. Like, he loves karaoke and I hate karaoke. What? No. <laughs> I, okay I, I don't hate karaoke i just like have to be a very specific level of inebriated to do yeah, karaoke I feel that. um but i do and i and i do have a go-to karaoke song because 
I I feel like as I, in my in my position as a professional <laughs> musician, I can be like, no, bitch, I'm only singing one song, and this is going to be the song. Yeah. Um. So typically, I like we were talking about Coldplay earlier. It's it's usually a Coldplay song. Like you know, I go back and forth between like uh, Speed of Sound and like uh, Fix You. You know, so. Good old uh, cold fix play. you. Everyone's drunk and crying in the crowd. <laughs> fix you so good though. Yeah. It's <sighs> one of those things where like people get, you know, Coldplay is like the butt of everybody's joke. And then you hear like some of these songs and you're like, okay, I was wrong. Honestly, like, Coldplay's first three albums are amazing. Yeah. I don't want people to fight. I may have fell off the bandwagon after that, but those first three Rightfully albums. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> I don't think they're even on the bandwagon anymore. So. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. You know. All right, you you might have you might have previewed this earlier, but what song makes you want to get up and dance? Um, <laughs> what song makes me want to get up dance? I I got an easy answer. I didn't even have to think about this. Uh, it's a song called "Free Fall" by Kaytranada. Ooh, yeah, that I have listened to that song every day for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my choice, or maybe not a year and a half. Maybe as long as it's been out. I don't know. I definitely listen to it every day, though. I thought you were about to say Free Fallen by Tom Petty, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I mean, right. I, I mean, I guess, but it's not the, the dance song that I would think anyone really. But anyway, okay. What is the most unexpected song on your playlist? And so this is, um, I give a little uh, uh, qualifier here. Most people will call this a guilty pleasure, but we here at B-Side ourselves don't believe in guilty pleasures. We believe that you love whatever music you want to love and fuck everybody else. You can Woo! listen to it. So yeah. what is, yeah, what is the, what is the song that I would, if I took your iPod, what would I be surprised to see on there? Um, I'm definitely just because you, just because you use the phrase guilty pleasure. And that was something that I used to, uh, adhere to in, in my youth. Um, and I, often claimed uh selena gomez to be my guilty pleasure um but again like we're reclaiming our pleasure and yeah <laughs> i am gonna say uh round and round by selena gomez i really like that song <laughs> <laughs> nice more dance music for you all right this should be a very interesting lineup but yeah. what's the lineup of your of your ideal heaven concert living dead whatever three to five artists uh bands that you would want to see you, at your show living or dead any era hmm. <laughs> um okay so this is a lineup. This is me going to see these shows, or yeah. is this me yes. playing with these people? Well, I mean, no. if, if that's what you want it to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to answer from the perspective of me playing with people, because I don't really like going. I mean, like, this is so bad of me to say. People go to live music shows. Don't listen to me. <laughs> go to live music, wear a mask, be respectful of the musicians, but go to live music shows. Um, I just kind of, if I'm going to go to a show, I prefer to be on the stage. Um, I'm not really a concert goer as much anymore. Um, but I'm, I, I, maybe I'll answer the question from both perspectives, you know? So I think the first person that comes to mind is Prince. Um, Prince is somebody that I was really looking forward to meeting and working with, um, in my 
at the height of my my musical acceptance um, and deciding to pursue it professionally. And um, I was really, really devastated when he passed. Um, and I'm just like really thankful for his impact on the world, <laughs> as many people are. Um, uh, so we have Prince. We have... Um, I'm going to go with Joe Henderson and then I'm going to go with, um, then I'm going to go with, <laughs> uh, I don't even know like how, this is not even like a real thing, but I'm going to make it up for the sake of this question. Cause I haven't mentioned Ravel yet. Um, Maurice Ravel is a French impressionist composer who also like, really influenced me to start composing. Um, so I would I would love to see like uh, an orchestra playing only his music <laughs> <laughs> or him conducting the orchestra or whatever. Um, so that's three. Um, two more, I'll pick some, I'll pick some, some lively folk. Um, Maurice sounds like he'd be lively. He, I promise you, he wasn't. I know too much about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the next one would be Maria Schneider and her big band, her jazz orchestra, and then finally, um, Mute Math. But uh, Mute Math is not a band anymore, unfortunately. Well, um, yeah, so that's the point. You know, this that's is, uh, any era. Yeah. So like, you can do mute math <laughs> what a wild show <laughs> yeah so that's that's like what's going on in my head you know that's why i, I again i couldn't answer your question because it's like well why do i have to choose <laughs> there's so many <laughs> <laughs> no you did great yeah no these are these are great answers all of them i'm couldn't have you couldn't have done any better <laughs> So as we wrap up this interview, is there anything you want to promote or bring to light or want everyone to check out or something you care about? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I would say that it is in your best interest as someone who's decided to listen to this podcast um, and made it to the end of this episode to hear this message that you follow up uh, with a greeting at composetheway.com. Um, you know, you can check out all of the things, all of the crazy things I'm working on there. Um, and that is that is the best way to get in touch with me and to see what's going on and what shows I'm doing and what music I'm making and that sort of thing. I'm also on the social medias. So Compose the Way is the only Compose the Way. It's one word. You can find me in a simple Google search. Um, and also... Um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to graduating. <laughs> <laughs> you got a paper to finish up here. That's why I'm <laughs> Um, on what you said, though, because I, I would love to see you live. Do you have yeah. any future plans for a live show? I know it's a weird time for all musicians, but. I definitely do. I'm working on some very, very special live things that I can't talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So. I would just stay hip to any Compose the Way platform and you will be the first to find out from there. Sounds Wonder good. 
we'll have all your info in the show notes so people can find you without worrying about spelling and stuff too. So, um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Oh, yeah. whoa. See, I'm like thanking you. No, but like actually, you guys asked me some really great questions. And yes, um, I love that. I love this guest mix. Um, and I can't, I just, I can't wait to share it with people. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put as much of it together in, um, in like a Spotify playlist. And then we can like give you the link for that or whatever if you wanted to share it or, or however that, that'll work. Uh, our other guests haven't had mixes that I think people would necessarily want to see, but <laughs> yours maybe they would. So, um, well, I want to hear most of it. So, yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, I type them down mostly for us, but then I, I was like, well, you know, she has fans, and they they're gonna want to they're gonna want to be able to check out all these composers and stuff too. So, yes, absolutely. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. We still haven't figured out how to end these things, as you can tell. So, uh, no. Um, yeah, thank you so much for for being on, and um, we would uh, we would love to have you back on, maybe closer to the full length, or if you know you have other your secret show things are you know popping off, and you want to promote. Oh, absolutely! You're welcome back anytime. Yes, thank you for having me. I definitely would love to come back and talk more because. We didn't even really scratch the surface today. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I word vomited a lot. But no, okay. no, you did good. Like we said, you answered every question we wrote down before we asked it. So, <laughs> yep. Good. good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, listening uh, listeners. <laughs> Have a great day. I don't know. Now it's time for weekly rewind. <laughs> Love uh, it. Yeah. So, real quick, Josh, have you heard that song Rasputin? The one that's like a meme? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to pull up a band called We Are the Union. It's a fun ska punk band. I've heard of We Are the Union. And they just covered that this week, and I want you to play it because it is okay. dope. <laughs> we Are the Union. Aren't they? Are they a super group? I don't know. I know of them, but I didn't know much about them. Maybe I made that up. Thing, you know, I was really expecting it to be faster, but that's that's funny. I I, <laughs> I pulled them up because I wanted to see if they were um if they were a super group because I feel like there was some ska group that came out recently that was like people like a couple people from this band and a couple people from that band and uh, it's their pin tweet is hello Twitter good news and bad news good news our new single is ska bad news it's a TikTok song about Rasputin. <laughs> All right, so let me go That's over. Funny. Actually, you got what do you got for weekly rewind? 
Well, I'm gonna pander and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to to uh, to beat the drum here and tell you guys seriously go out and check check out uh, Jordan's uh, EP "Composed the Way." It's so good. Um, like as I've been I've been vibing listening listening to it all week, and um, not just saying this because uh, we had and she's not even here. She's we're doing this part. Uh, without her, we we wanted to let her get off and do her paper. Um, but uh, yeah, it's so good. So please go check it out. Um, and then the other, the only other thing I have is there is a song, um, Paul McCartney and Phoebe Bridgers, and it's called uh, what is it called? Chosen. Oh, oh no, I have two. I have two. There's. Uh, it's called Seize the Day. It's pretty good. And then there's also this other song, and it's kind of funny because this is another, it's kind of similar energy. Um, it's called Chosen Family, and it's Rina uh, Sawayama with Elton John. So it's like a like a newer, younger artist, yeah. I think. And then uh, and then and like an older British artist. Uh, they're both, uh, they both kind of just, I don't know where they came from. Um, they were on my release radar, and they're both really cool. Um, liked both of those songs, uh, and you know, I have to say, I really like like older, deep voice Elton. Like, yeah, it hits me. I like, I it's it's got a, a power to it that I like most. Uh, Elton is, is to be different honest, than but... his older stuff. So, I mean, I, yeah, I like yeah, Elton is great all around. But I just you start singing and you hear the elder statesman kind of. <laughs> vibe it's like okay yeah i'm here for this so what about you danny what do you got i got sorry i got a few i got fox sings new song go down together joe would be proud yeah joe i was just gonna say that, that <laughs> you knew um, best the new friend M- joe the new mxpx song can't keep waiting is pretty good um silverstein put out a banger called bankrupt Ooh. and then i just showed you we are the union rasputin yeah. <laughs> Um, another, I'm going to do two albums that drop that I'm really digging. Hail the Sun, New Age of Filth is the name of it. It's very like, I don't know how to explain it. Like maybe older Silverstein. It's just, it's really good. Okay. And then a new Ska album, Joystick, I Can't Take It Anymore, is a lot of fun. Is Joystick the name of the band? Yeah, Joystick's the name of the band. That's a great band name. Check out huh. the song Parallelograms by them. Was that the so you told me, okay, you told me I think like we were talking or we were texting or something. You said there's a ska band that I want to show you. That's Is not even it? the band I want to show oh, you. Oh <laughs> man, you're just hitting I'm me gonna, with Okay, go ahead. I started following this guy, Scatoon Network on TikTok. Uh-huh. And he <clears throat> for like a hundred days he's skanking to new ska to get people more into it. Hell yeah. So every day I hear about a new ska band. But Parallelograms is a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm in really a ska mood lately. Do you want me to play pal- Parallelograms? No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> we already played Rasputin. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our episode. Jordan wait, was wait. awesome. I thought you said that there was a, another ska band you wanted to show me. That's for a later episode. I want you to do the whole episode with it. Oh. Okay. I want to see. I wasn't picking up what it. you were putting down. <laughs> okay. I do have one what the fuck for this week. Oh, okay, go and ahead. And this is kind of this is just a lighthearted. So, um, I, in my somehow in my release radar there was a remix of K 
Kiss from a Rose by Seal. What? By EFB DJs. And it's not bad, but I'm not really sure what you could do to improve (laughs) on a literal perfect musical masterpiece known as Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, that sounds amazing. From the Batman Forever soundtrack. I wish I could. I should get that on vinyl. Yeah. It's got that uh, U2 song. Thrill me. Kiss I hate U2, though. I know. I'm just. <laughs> what are we doing next week, Josh? Next week, we have a uh, podcaster, filmmaker, horror buff, wrestling fan, etc., etc., etc. Elder emo statesman um, Wes Allen on to talk about Texas is the reason. They so, are the reason. and I just I just preface this, and I'll probably say it again next week. I listen to his podcast, and he will start like, just rattling off band names, and it's like, I don't believe any of these are real. I've never heard of any of these before. <laughs> He'll say like Fugazi, and I'll know that band, and then like the next ten bands, it just sounds like he's reading a food menu from somewhere or something like, and um, but so uh. I'm very interested, uh, you know, he's kind of like a, a predecessor to like the music that he was really into is like the music that kind of led into the music that we got into. Right. So I'm really interested to get into that, like, um, emo slash punk slash whatever music that's right before kind of the explosion that we, that, you know, kind of brought us together as friends in the early two thousands. So that's, it's exciting. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, Texas is the reason. We're going to play a game real quick that oh. I made up on the spot. Okay, here we go. This is I going to be, games. is this Texas the reason? Or wait, is this a street in Texas? Or is this a band that's similar to Texas is the reason? Oh, so basically, you got to guess if it's a real band name or not. Okay. <laughs> um, hold on. Doris? I'm going to go band name. Nope, that's Doris Road in Texas. Darn. And I got that one trick on either way, honest. Knapsack? I'm all of these wrong. What? Knapsack? That's it. That's got to be a song. That's a band, yeah. Knapsack. <laughs> I should just name... I don't know. Maybe this isn't as fun because there's not as many band names. Now they won't work out. The Promise Ring. Have you heard of them? Yes, I have heard of The Promise Ring. Good. Yes. You know, that's one actually, that you so, should know if you know Texas is the reason, I think. So actually, um, when we uh, his podcast is Why Ever Did We Meet? That's what it's called. So it's named after a promise ring song. Uh, oh. And uh, when I so he like him and I were talking and like he said, oh, he wanted to come on and talk about like old man emo on our show. And I was like, yeah. And so then we were. I said, well. You know, do you let me know what album you want to do? Like, I trust you to pick like the best one of the of the bunch or whatever. And it was it was between Texas is the reason or or the Promise Ring album, like one or the other. And that's he went with Texas is the reason. So okay, Promise Ring is actually one of the few bands that he like lists off that I had actually heard of before. So um, yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Uh, no, it should be fun. Wes is a great guy. Um, and he's like a music guy that knows all the stuff. So he'll like, um, 
he'll be able to tell you like all the cool stuff about Texas is the reason and like how it affected him when he was coming up and all that stuff. So yeah, no, it's good be, because be I, I don't know anything about the band. Texas is the reason I just have listened to that album a lot before. So very cool. And I honestly, I think, I, th- I think that you are going to make another love connection just like you did with Joe last week because <laughs> Wes is a horror film buff and he is also a horror film maker oh so shit. yeah and so i'm gonna make sure to bring that up even though it'll be off topic because i want you know you guys will be like bffs so it'd be fun where does he live down here ah damn yeah, <laughs> yeah close to me damn Ohio. yes uh interesting like he's uh you know that wrestling podcast marty and sarah i love wrestling that we that we've like made internet friends with we yeah. basically like made internet friends with them and then realized they lived like 15 minutes away from us <laughs> like in this random rural county in ohio that we live in so very cool yeah all and right support. and well, then oh do i do i announce what we have the week after that because it's been booked i can announce it big what news i forgot i i texted you you will announce it i'm excited no matter what <laughs> on may 2nd we have oh yeah lipstick jody they're coming oh shit i'm so excited Look at us getting yeah. all these badass guests. Yeah. When's the uh, Lipstick Jody album out. come out? What's that? When's the Lipstick Jody album come out? The Lipstick Jody album comes out uh, the beginning of June, but they actually have a new single coming out um, April 29th. So we will have a brand new single right before they come on. All right, cool. So yeah, it'll be all Excited. set Excited. Yep. So I'm also working on booking some other ghosts of Lenaway County uh, music past. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And yeah, we're uh, we're cooking. We're trying to find some good content for you, you uh, folks that are listening. So listen, uh, you know, and do all the stuff and uh, let us know um, and let, let other people know about the show. So yeah. I'll probably say all that in the closing thing. I don't care. I'm saying it twice. It's fine. So thanks for listening. B-Siders time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by former critics.